With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today, I'm going to come back and answer another question. <laughs> the question between um, vegetarian, sexual desire, and spirit, uh, spiritual evolution. Of course, I know a lot of um, you're going to ask what's the connection. Then again, this is a common question in Asia. I don't know how popular it is overseas. I mean, now, nowadays we become more aware of food. We try not to kill and, you know, etc. right? So I think people in general have more awareness of what they eat this day. But in Asia, it was a long, long time or stereotype um, impression of if you want to be spiritually evolved, you have to be a vegetarian. And then you have to quit your desire, desire of all kinds, especially sexual desire. But anyway, before I, I begin, let me first introduce myself. My name is Ruan Huang. I'm an author, spirit coach, and also a psychic. Today, the question is vegetarian, the connection between vegetarian, sexual desire, and also spiritual evolution. Let me clarify again. Morning. Let me clarify again. This is an um, issue, common issue like mostly happening in Asia. I don't know if it's common problem in uh, North America or, you know, Western country, but common question in Asia. That's why I have this episode. Let's talk about vegetarian. Vegetarian, as I say. Let me clarify one more time. I can only speak for myself. I don't speak for anybody else. I don't speak for any book, any psychic, or any, nor am I preaching any truth of the world. Okay, I'm simply speaking from my point of view, what I know, and I'm sharing with you guys. I was raised by very traditional uh, religious background. That is, you know, not that I believe in that, but just most of my family do. So... You know, vegetarian is part of Asian. As you, anybody who visits Asia will realize it's a common thing. The reason it's a common thing is because it tied very closely to Buddhism. Buddhism doesn't believe in killing. So Buddhism believes you only can eat vegetable. Therefore, it will prevent you from killing, which I believe so too. At least I believe so for the majority of my life until I start um, hearing plant talking to me, until I start, you know, having actually having a conversation sometimes even having an argument with the the plant i know it sounds very crazy but when i start having that kind of connection with plant then all of a sudden i have a complete different perspective of what vegetarian is supposed to be so imagine this i used to believe killing mean you have to see the blood i mean you know you kill someone you see the blood that is killing but later on, as my psychic journey, I start to realize killing, um, I, I got a hard time defining killing because killing means killing a soul. Soul for me is anything that will grow itself. If you don't know, till this very last day, you still, till this moment, you still don't know what is soul. Like, what is soul? How can I know rock doesn't have a soul? How can I know water doesn't have a soul? Very simple. If something, something can grow by itself with some food, or with some light or, you know, water, as we human do, 
they contain the soil. So that is, you know, plant will contain the soil. You know, it gives it some water, it gives it some sun, and it will grow itself. It, will, it, it may grow from little seed to really uh, big tree. Therefore, it have a soul. It may come, in, you know, um, animal. Animal, it gives it some food, give it some water, and then give it some sun. It grow. It will grow. So, therefore, you will know. Anything you will grow itself contains a soul. Now, imagine this. If you understand what contains a soul, you realize there are a lot of things around you, even though they don't bleed, they don't have blood in them, they contain soul, that is, you know, plant. You know, when I was, when my kids was young, it's especially obvious, because when my kids was young, they're very connected with, you know, nature or things like that. They would often come out of nowhere, get a pitcher of water, I said, what are you doing? He said, oh, plant tell me they are hungry, so they would go water, they would water the plant without me as a mom telling them you should do that, right? Or they would say, oh, the tree tell me that, or this tell me that. Just imagine that. So in the longest time, you're thinking, well, well, but they don't have blood. They, they are not so. I mean, uh, well, all of a sudden, all those existence that doesn't have blood <laughs> actually communicate with my child, with me, with, you know. So that's why, that's why I tell you I have a totally different perspective of, you know, killing killing because I no longer know how to kill what is kill like even the vegetable is kill if I just you know cut them out is that killing is that is that killing you know so you know I question anything right I go to a point like it was really ridiculous I was afraid to walk on the grass grass I mean in Canada they are green field everywhere but I was even afraid to step on the grass because I don't know I feel I'm hurting everybody right so I did go through that paranoid stage now that I'm much better because I know better <laughs> But I go through that stage, I'm, you know, tipping toe, I'm walking on the eggshell because everywhere I go, I feel like it doesn't matter what I do, I'm killing in almost constant um, thing. Like I'm, I would kill mosquito, I would kill the ants, I would kill anything, even though they don't bleed, but I'm killing, right? So now, when you got to that understanding, imagine if you were in my shoes, you start to be aware. Now, all of a sudden, you have a brand new awareness of, you know, Killing is not just limited to kill life, that that bleed. Killing also including you are killing, killing things that doesn't bleed. Now, your world almost like collapsed because you no longer know what to do. <laughs> you no longer know what to do. You're like okay, um, Buddhism say we're not supposed to kill. Okay, if I don't kill, then I cannot eat. Uh, if I don't eat, then I I would die. You know what I mean? Because now all of a sudden I'm afraid of everything. I'm afraid to kill anything. And then when people say, oh, just blood, only blood is limited to killing. But it's not so. It's not so, right? Because if you go cut down the tree in the wrong way, if you're really killing them, they will feel the pain as well. So how do you define that, right? So that's why I go through that, that, um, that stage of, you know, paranoia or whatever you call it and then it was then it was then my higher spirit introduced just apply your theory to the universe just apply your theory to the nature because nature is here to teach us teach us in a lot of things you want to know what does nature teach us teach us nature teach us basic basic things like we should have known already but we may forget so that's why they continuously acting as a reminder here to tell us what we should know as a basic so it was then my higher spirit said just just um apply your theory to the nature and see if it makes sense if it doesn't make sense something's wrong then you have to figure it out 
So I say I'm confused. I don't know what I meant, you know, because you know Buddhism tells us no killing. <laughs> But they say, well, does that mean all all living thing, all soul, don't have to eat? If that theory is right, it's like does that mean all nature, none of the nature ever kill? Which is not right either, because you will see there will be you know、um, herbivore, and then there will be you know. Carnivore, they be you know omnivore. You know what I meant, right? So there would be lions that continue chasing because they love meat, right? They eat meat. They are carnivore. So you know they will hunt down. Does that make them guilty? Does that make them a sinner? Does that does that mean they are violating everything Buddhism say? No. I mean, of course, in human judgment, we say, oh, because they are lower animal than we are. We are. But the truth is, are they are they really lower animal than we are? In this point, I really doubt it, right? So,、um, and then there will be giraffe eating, you know, or anything like they would be herbivore. They would just eat grass and things like that. So, how do I define that? How do I know what is right and what is not right? So it was in this moment I was confused, or you know, try to figure everything out, or I felt there was a lot of things to figure out. You know, I was in the dinner. I was inviting to a a friend's dinner, and then I guess there were、um, at that time recently. At that time, just start to get into、uh, Christianity. Christianity. So they they had this habit of praying, praying before meal or some you know something. Be grateful of the food you had before they eat. So. By sitting in the dining table, and at that time, thanks to I guess thanks to my ability, I'm able to see the energy. At that time, I noticed when they pray, something magical happened. Something <laughs> for me, something magical happened. As all of a sudden, I see this, you know,、um, warm energy, like almost、um, very light and warm energy that kind of gather around the dining table and then contribute to the food, and then therefore.、Um, The soul, that soul that's being, you know, whatever you call murder, kill, something, then got re,、uh, rejuvenized or got given blessing or like restored to its form. I, I, it's hard for me to describe what it is, but basically what I see is the soul what you believe is killed and now got blessed in a way they are restored to their full form. Then they evolve as a soul, not so much as body because things they are dead, but but <laughs> then. They are restored as a spirit. So in that moment, I start to get into this whole blessing thing. I'm, you know, even though I tell myself I'm a Buddhist, I'm very fascinated by this whole praying ritual that、uh, Christianity always, Christian people always do. Right? It was then I start to get into deeper knowing or understanding or discovering. I realize, you know, so-called vegetarian.、Um, Vegetarian for me, definition for me, and I I can only speak for me, <laughs> is it's not like who you kill, who you kill. Well, I mean, sure enough, I mean there there's things. I'm not asking you to go and kill anybody, but I'm just saying in regard of food, when it comes to food, <laughs> when we wanna eat, it's not so much about what you eat because everybody built different. Some people prefer、uh, to become herbivores. Some people prefer to be a carnivore. But the, the Universal rule or the nature, the law to the nature is: we don't take more than what we need. We don't eat more than what we need, which is what we got lost through the century because we are in the society who over 
always eat for pleasure, not eat for need. Why the whole majority of the nature still eat for need? I'm hungry, therefore I'm eating. Human tend to be brainwashed through century that we eat for pleasure. We eat because it's pleasure. It's not because we need it. It's not because we our body is hungry or things like that. So. The difference between us and the nature is when they eat, they hunger, they hungry, so they eat. So they only take what they need. They don't overindulge themselves. They only take what they need. And when they are eating that, they truly appreciate the meal. Whatever is in front of them is contributing them the energy. It's giving them the power to live. It's giving them the privilege to live. So even though they they did kill for whatever need is like say lion, lion might kill a.、Uh, A cow or something, just because you have to survive, right?、You're、killing for survival. Therefore, when he's eating it, he's truly grateful. Thank God, I have food to eat. I can eat now, so I can live another day or I can live another week. You know, due to this. So that thankfulness, that gratitude, is no different from how Christian people they tend to pray before they food. Thanks for giving. Thank God. I mean, I don't know who they thanks, but they thank mostly God. But different from the nature, they thank the food, right? So by giving the gratitude, by giving the gratitude, by appreciate, I am now fed, and then I, you know, I can live another day. I can do something that I want to do. You know, like gratitude is like a return, return to the sacrifice, whatever sacrifices, whether you bleed or not bleed. So that's why eventually I start to have this totally different、um, definition of being a vegetarian. From the Buddhism way, Buddhism way is as long as you don't see blood, you are not killing. I start to realize so-called vegetarian to me is the person who appreciate truly appreciate their food and don't take more than they need and don't eat for pleasure, but simply eat for what they need. I eat for what they need. I'm truly grateful. I have. So then it doesn't matter what is in front of you. It can be a chicken. It can be a pork. It can be vegetable. And then I don't complain about the food I eat because very often I realize when I go to someone else's house and then or people come to our house, they will say, "Oh, you know what? I'm vegetarian. You know, I but I hate eating vegetable." They continue complaining about their food, or how they hate vegetable, but they are vegetarian, or you know. Then now you know what I mean. Their energy is totally conflicting. They are not contribute gratitude toward their food. Therefore, they continue throwing bad thought to their food, right? Or that people will say, "Oh, how this is, you know, that is they being judgmental." No, no, no. There's some touching. There's um. Vegetable touch the meat, so therefore I cannot touch. I cannot touch it. They being so judgmental, but they forget the host is being hospitable to. Offer you, I'm offering you food to feed you. Therefore, I should be grateful, no matter what food I receive. I should simply be grateful because that's what you can offer me. Of course, by my own choice, I can tell you what I'm gonna cook, what I'm gonna gonna cook. But when I go to be a guest in someone's house, I should simply be grateful. I'm fed because you know. I'm fat. I can live another day. I can live another day to do whatever things that I like to do. You know what I mean? So. For me, anyway, long story short, and actually, I'm very good at making short story long. But you know what I try to say is, so by now you will understand. So being a vegetarian to me, again, let me say, I only speak for myself. I don't speak for everybody else. I don't speak for God either. I only speak for myself. Is, um, is your attitude toward your food? It's not so much about what you eat, but your attitude 
toward your food. If you show gratitude toward your food, you appreciate the food is there to give you another day to live. You truly grateful, like you are not starved. You know, on the street or anything, and then hunger. You don't have to deal with that hunger. That gratitude then contribute back to whoever sacrificed in front of you, which can be plant, which can be animal, which something, and then help their soul to move on to whatever the next level there is. That for me is vegetarian. So if any of you wanna argue me about that, don't. What I'm saying is don't, because you know. I never say you don't have to. I I I'm not here to convince you to say you have to believe what I believe. I believe everybody have something they have to believe, you know. But what I know is from experience, from through time, from observation, and I got what I know, right? So, anyway, if you guys want to tell me no, that's not vegetarian. What I'm saying is save your time. You know, go to your own blog, write a post. I'm pretty sure you'll find somebody follow or agree with you. I'm here just simply share share with you my personal point of view. So now, since I explain the why whole vegetarian, you know, after that I become very strict about my kids. I hate it. My kids have bad attitude, complaining about food on the dining table because you know I get upset. The reason I get upset is just because I know how the energy flow, right? And I know by complaining and by you know. Giving bad thought, you are not contribute. You are not being thankful to the food that you have, whether you like it or you don't like it. I really don't care. But at least be grateful of you are being fed, right? So, because I understand energy, and I believe believe we will come back and talk about it some other day. So therefore, I become kind of strict about my kids have to at least be thankful they are fed. <laughs> you know, thankful this food whether they like it or not like it. So, okay, <laughs> see, I'm. Expert on making short story really long. So let me finish this vegetarian. Now you understand where I come from. Why do I talk about vegetarian, sexual desire, and spiritual evolution? Let me because it's a common Asian question. It's not. I don't think it's a Western question. Question, but it's an Asian question. In Buddhism, they believe you have to be a vegetarian. I mean, no killing. But it also believe you have to、uh, minimize all your desire, all your desire. It makes sense. It makes sense to a certain degree. You know, as you will eventually find out, this whole universe is all about balance. It's all about balance. It's not telling you go that way or go that way. Because once you become extreme, you're very easily manipulated by devil. Sad news, but you will be if you become extreme. Right, so everybody's job is to find out what that balance is. Whatever balance that works for you, not necessarily work for everybody, but whatever works for you, you have to find out where that balance is. Right, so minimize your desire makes sense because too much desire become greed. Too much desire cause war. Too much desire are wanting power create all those kind of you know conflict we have through years. Right, so I get it. Whatever desires, but now sexual desire, sexual desire. Why do we have sexual desire? Come on, let's using that formula again. Apply whatever you know to the nature. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. If, if the truth is in this universe is for us not to have any sexual desire. Now think about why is the sexual desire there. Why sexual desire there? Sexual desire there because we have instinct to recreate. We have instinct to、um, continue up our, our, you know, 
bloodline or whatever it is, right? So you realize it's not just us, just about every animal out there. Every animal out there can mate, all right? So now you're talking about, okay, this is wrong. Are you saying every, like, every time the nature are mating, that is wrong? I mean, it's... It's very mind-boggling for me. <laughs> I just say, why is it very mind-boggling for me? Let me tell you, because a lot of time I, I done this for a really long time. So as you can imagine, how through the time people like to argue with me about how wrong I am, right? So you know they like to say, "This is my my most heard phrase." Like you don't know, you you know, we human are higher level. You know, we human are, that's why we are different. Don't ever compare us to the animal. But really, let me ask you again. Are we? <laughs> are we really? Are we really as high level as you think? Because so far as I can see, all the animals seem to have an instinct to connect with the universe. Why year? We are like, uh, what? Uh-huh. And they were like, how can you not see it? How can you not feel it? How can you not see the sign of it? You know what I mean? So what I'm saying is maybe we are not as smart as we think. Maybe we're just kind of isolating in our little world. So we are happy in our own little universe and believe we are one and only existent out there. You know, but you know, I can rant about this forever, but I'm not going to. <laughs> so what I'm going to bring back to the topic is, so... If you apply to the nature, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. We have the instinct to breathe. We do. You know, some of you may not. Some may say, you know, I'm not interested in sex. Good for you. I mean, good for you. You are just, you know, one of those minority, very special species. You know, maybe we have to, like, very highly protect you. But what I'm saying is majority of us, majority of us, we have the instinct to breathe because why? It's our nature. It's part of our nature. Now you're telling me, in order for you to spiritual evolve, to become a higher spirit, to, to evolve yourself to this knowing and understanding, now you're saying, you know, I should never have sexual desire. I should never, I should never be attracted to something. I mean, I really... <laughs> What I'm trying to say is it really doesn't make sense. It really doesn't make sense. I mean, of course, you can argue with me. Of course, you can disagree with me. But, you know, don't try to convince me. What I'm here to say is don't try to convince me. You can convince yourself, which you already did. Anyway, then do what you believe. Because if you ever follow my blog, you will realize what I'm saying is what you, be what you believe counts. You know, it's not what I say counts. Who am I? I'm nobody. But whatever you believe comes. Because why? At the end of the day, that's your journey. At the end of the day, that's your life. At the end of the day, that's something your soul have to learn, right? So I'm here. But if you want to come here and ask my personal opinion, I'm here to simply share with you my personal opinion from my observation, from what I know. You know, I know a lot of psychic out there. I know a lot of highly, you know, spiritual evolved people out there. You know, are they... Vegetarian? No, I mean, they are most likely, you know, omnivore. <laughs> I mean, they eat everything. And then, do they have sex? Yeah, I would say so, you know. <laughs> I would say so. I mean, they enjoy sex, you know. And then, does that kill their ability? No, not really. If you want to know, not really. Apply, disregard them. I don't want to talk about that. I talk about me. <laughs> I eat meat, you know, I eat vegetable. Throughout time, through my psychic journey, I try not to complain. You know, they have food I like, I don't like. But, you know, if I go to friend's house and people offer me food, whether it's vegetarian or me or whether it's some food that I don't like, I simply be grateful. Thank you. Thank you for cooking because then I don't have to cook, right? So I'm grateful about it. So um, do I have sexual desire? Yes, I, because I'm normal human being. <laughs> so, you know, 
most of women after giving birth may have less sexual desire, but doesn't mean they have none, right? So、um, does that kill my ability? I would say no, not really. <laughs> If it does, then now I get really scared. Why? Because I already think I sing a lot. And if you telling me sexual desire really, really will kill my、um, ability, and then this is already what I see. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like what does it take? What? How much does it take? It take like three sex a day, five sex a day to totally kill this ability. I don't know. But here, from what I know, I'm telling you, really doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. So. <laughs> I feel like this is like a ranting for me again. So anyway, a short a short broadcast. Oh, short broadcast always turn into a long broadcast because that's my specialty. But I'm here just simply share with you. Through years, this is not just one person's questions. Through years, I'm very often questions. If I want to be spiritually evolved, should I be a vegetarian? Also, quit my sexual desire. I'm here. One simple sentence to share with you. Already, you know what my. Perspective, my explanation or aspect of the vegetarian, then you will know. Yes, in my perspective of vegetarian, I prefer you to be my type of vegetarian. <laughs> Let me be grateful to your food. That will help. Gratitude. Why gratitude help? If you can have gratitude and start exercising on it. If you don't know how to exercise on people, try to exercise on food. Right. Gratitude will always help you on your spiritual evolution. So, being my type of vegetarian, yes, that will help. Being a vegetarian, like simply eat vegetable but no meat, will that help? Well, my perspective, not really. But then again, it depends on your、uh, belief. If you believe it will help, it will help. And then, in regard of sexual desire, really, guys, I'm, you know, I got some guys saying because I'm girl that I don't know. Because guys have obviously some male energy. If they jerk off or must masturbate, then they release too much of that energy. Therefore, stop them from sexual evolution. Guys, really, unless you jerk off like ten times a day, like really. <laughs> I personally say the safe range zone. I say once a day you're still good. You know, once a day you want to decide to jerk off, you decide to have sex or something. I I. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna bother your spirit, spiritual evolution. But you know, someday you are really in the mood. You wanna push it. You do three days a three days a day, three times a day. That that might be okay, you know. But unless you are like, you know, hey, I have to jerk at least three times, five times a day. I have to jerk it out. I have to have sex five times a day. What can I say? I'm a very sexual desire guy, you know, like how. How would it matter to my spiritual evolution? I mean, I mean, unless you are like that. Otherwise, guys, don't worry about it because you know, universe give us sexual desire for something. You know, <laughs> embrace it, live with it, live with it. I think you would be just fine. Anyway, just a question to answer that. And again, if you like what I'm doing, I oh my god, it took so long.、Uh, if you like what I'm doing, you can always join me live on Facebook or go to subscribe my YouTube channel or my website ruwn.com. Till then, I see you guys next time. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.、A、laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah,、oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.